Okay, hello, welcome to another episode of the D9 Cheese Podcast. So, I wasn't even planning on doing a podcast tonight, but I got some bullshit I gotta rant about, and what better way to rant about this bullshit than to do it on a podcast. So, here's the situation. So, Monday or Tuesday, I don't remember what day it was, I ordered a book online for school, for college, because I'm going to college starting in a month, and I ordered one of my books, and I ordered, first of all, I, I ordered it for two-day shipping, and it's been two days and it hasn't gotten here, so it's been over two days. I checked the, the tracking number, and pretty much, this is a rundown of the day and time of where it is. So first off, the um, it was shipped from Bangor, Maine, which is the city next to me. So it was a Tuesday, 9.30 a.m., shipment information sent to FedEx. 11.27 a.m., it was picked up in Bangor, Maine. And then 7.57 p.m., it arrived at the FedEx location in Bangor, Maine. And then 9.03 p.m., it left FedEx or Origin Facility in Bangor, Maine, Tuesday. Then, Wednesday, so, the, so, 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 um, it's supposed to go to Brewer, Maine. It was sent from Bangor, but, but, but listen to this. 1.09 a.m. Wednesday, in transit, Willington, Massachusetts. Now, first off, why the hell did it go from Bangor, Maine, all the way to Willington, Massachusetts, when it's supposed to go to Brewer, Maine, and when I specifically ordered it for two-day delivery. Now, I don't know if this is the FedEx's fault or I don't know if it's the school's fault. But I don't know who to blame here. But this is where it even gets interesting. 4.22 a.m. Arrived at FedEx location in Willington, Connecticut. It went from Bangor, Maine to Connecticut when it was just supposed to go to Bangor, Maine, to Brewer, Maine. Bangor, Maine, to Brewer, Maine. That's the city over. There's a river that's separating us. It takes me ten minutes to walk to Bangor. It's like, why did the package, my book, why is it going? Because originally when I checked it this morning, it said the um, estimated delivery was Monday. But now it got changed to Tuesday. So so it's in it was in Willington. Then um at four forty one PM Thursday it arrived in Northborough, Massachusetts. So it made it back to Massachusetts. So it was in transit at Massachusetts, it went to Connecticut, and then it went back to Massachusetts. And then it departed Massachusetts at 9.53 p.m. And then at 10 p.m. it said shipment information sent to the U.S. Postal Service. Now, I don't know who set up this delivery, but this is the most messed up delivery in the history of deliveries. It was sent from a city over, from mine, where I live. It, it, was, sent, it was sent from, it went, to, it went to Massachusetts, it went to Connecticut, it went back to Massachusetts, and I'm guessing it's going back to Maine. I'm guessing it's on its way back to Maine, so it pretty much went in a freaking circle. It's like, what the hell, man? What's, I mean, at first I thought it was funny, 
But but then they freaking changed the estimated delivery to Tuesday. So it took a week instead of two days. It's like, who should I contact? It's like, I ordered it for two-day delivery, but it didn't get here. It took a week to get here. I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was the, um... The, the FedEx's fault or not. So... And for some reason, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be sent from it's I don't know who did the order I don't know if it was supposed I don't know it doesn't sound like it, sh it, it I don't know it's like when you order something you have your address and it says sending to your address I wouldn't expect it to go out of state and then back into state you know it's really messed up. But, um, anyway, I guess, well, the good thing, I mean, there is one good, there is one good thing I can do, I can make a pot, a really random ranting podcast about it, you know, I wasn't even planning on doing a podcast tonight, I was about to go to bed, before I went to bed, I decided, you know, I'm going to check the tracking number one more time, just to see if it went anywhere, you know, and then I get pissed off, because I see it's, it, 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 the, the, the estimated delivery got changed to a day later, it originally said Monday, now it says Tuesday, it's like it, it shipped this past Tuesday, and I'm not getting it until this next Tuesday. So, why? Why in the world is it taking a week to get a package that was sent from the city next to me? I honestly don't know if it's friggin' FedEx's fault or the school. I don't think the school... I don't know why... I, don't, I really don't think it could have been the school's fault. I mean... I mean, I'll I'll check it out when I get the package. If it if it doesn't say anything special, I mean, if it says send to my address, then I would assume that it was the friggin' FedEx people that messed it up. I mean, I'm a, I mean, when I first saw it, like earlier this morning when I checked it, or yesterday morning, Thursday morning, when I checked it, I thought maybe FedEx messed it up. But now I'm checking it, and it says shipment information sent to U.S. Postal Service. So that makes me think that UPS or FedEx isn't even going to deliver it now. It's going to be sent to the Postal Service now. It's like, what? What? Yeah, service FedEx. Oh, the first service was FedEx Smart Post, but I'm, like, really confused. I mean... Even if it was supposed to be FedEx Smart Post, wouldn't they just send it to the local... Instead of sending it all the way to Willington, Connecticut, and then back through Massachusetts, it's like... I don't know if someone messed up or not. Even if it was the FedEx Smart Post thing, I think that's the thing where it gets sent with FedEx, but then it goes to the... Let me read What exactly is... Okay... When it comes to low weight shipping by for residential customers, consider the uh, yeah postal service. So even if it was sent with FedEx Smart Post, I still don't see why it was sent all the way to Connecticut just to come back. I mean, I mean, do they not? Does Brewer? I'm like utterly confused why it went in a circle. It's like I honestly don't. No, it's like it started in Bangor, which is the city next to me. <laughs> then it went, then it went through Massachusetts. It went to, it went all the way to Connecticut. It's like, what the hell? It started out in the city next to me. It went all the way to Connecticut, and then it 
come it's it's on its way back to Maine. I don't even know why. It's like don't know what they got messed up or anything like that. So okay, enough of that shit. Oh, I gotta relax a little bit. Well, at least Monday's a good day. Actually, Sunday's a good day. Any wrestling fans out there? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar versus John Cena for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now, I don't know who's going to win that match, honestly. I mean, you know, you know, some people think Brock Lesnar will win because, you know, he's the one in the 21 and 1, and he's the one who defeated The Undertaker. And, you know, I honestly think Brock Lesnar needs to defeat John Cena. I know it's not. I know. It, I know it's kind of a. It's kind of an awkward situation because you got on one hand you got a lot of people that are tired of John Cena, but then on the other hand you got people that don't want to see Brock Lesnar with the WWE title just because he's a part timer. I mean, you know. I mean, because and if he does win the title, it'd be interesting. I mean, if he if like I would not mind say if he wins the title because they still they still have a pay-per-view every month so he'd at least have to make one appearance a month but he has a really light unless they add some dates unless they make an agreement to add some dates at least one raw a month and one pay-per-view month if that's it then i wouldn't mind it but if he misses if he wins the title because the rumors are that he's gonna win the title and he's gonna hold it until royal rumble or no, he's going to hold it all the way to WrestleMania, but I just don't know if that's going to happen. I'd be surprised if he held it for that. I mean, here's what could happen. He could win the title at SummerSlam, lose it at Night of Champions, win it back at Royal Rumble, and then lose it again at WrestleMania. That's what I think could happen. I think he could win it at SummerSlam, then he could lose it at Night of Champions, and then he goes on another hiatus. He comes back at the Royal Rumble. Challenges for the championship at Royal Rumble. Maybe by this time, maybe maybe it won't be John Cena. Because I just don't... I'm, you know, I'm trying to think. Who else, really? I mean, maybe if Daniel Bryan is, somehow makes a surprise return. between may, Maybe. You know what? Maybe somehow... I know Bryan's injured. and But remember, there has been times where people have been injured and they made a surprise return. I, I will never forget... 2008 Royal Rumble, John Cena, he came back. He was supposed to be out for months. Hell, a month prior, he was still wearing a sling. So, so you, d you really don't know in the world of wrestling, so there could be a shocking return. So, if somehow Daniel Bryan returns, I would not mind him winning the title again. I would not mind seeing um, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at Night of Champions if that somehow happens, because... The only other person that I really could see face-wise, unless they turn either Randy Orton face or, well, there's always Dean Ambrose, but I just don't. And plus, he's—I'll he's, get to the Dean Ambrose thing and, and Dean Ambrose thing in a minute. But honestly, there's one thing coming up for Dean Ambrose that I don't see him winning the title. But it's like whoever is going to hold the title for this fall, it's going to be because I honestly think if I honestly do think Lesnar will win it. It just, it just, it's a matter of how long he'll hold the title. Because I could see him holding it for a month, losing it. Because this is my dream, my, what I have in my head. I don't, it's probably not going to happen, but I see, um, for, I see Brock Lesnar defeating John Cena. Then, 
I see somehow Brian making a surprise comeback, maybe even possibly during the Brie Bella Stephanie match, maybe. And then I see Brian getting fed to Lesnar, but then somehow Brian beats Lesnar. Then I see Brian holding the title all the way to the Royal Rumble, have Lesnar defeat Brian, and then have Lesnar hold the title until WrestleMania, where he then faces Roman Reigns. Yes, Roman Reigns. They're obviously setting him up for a big, big babyface push, obviously, because Roman Reigns he is probably, he'll probably face. He's get well. He's gonna face Randy Orton at SummerSlam. He'll probably win that, and then eventually he'll face Triple H. Um, maybe Night of Champions. Maybe Survivor Series. Maybe even maybe they'll save it for Survivor Series. Who knows? But um, yeah. So. Got Randy Orton. You got who else? I mean, other than those people, you re there's really no one else. I mean, Daniel Bryan really is gone. John Cena. I mean, they could always. Well, I mean, they could always have John Cena win the title back a month later. But I just, I, I, it really should be someone else who defeats Lesnar, though. Honestly, because it'd be kind of just boring if John Cena were to win it back again, and then he holds it until because. If Brock Lesnar loses the title of the Night of Champions and then comes back, it shouldn't be like John Cena and... I mean, they need to mix it up. They can't have the same match every few months. I mean, I know it's... I mean, it is going to be nice seeing John Cena versus Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar is actually 100%. Because, supposedly, Brock Lesnar wasn't 100% when they first faced off in 2002 or 2012. Back in 2012, that's so bad because I'm tired, so, ah, uh, so, yeah, I wasn't even going to make this podcast, but the FedEx thing messed me up, FedEx, FedEx, so, so yeah, so that's going to be interesting, and then, because I don't see Roman Reigns winning the title, because, I mean, they shouldn't pull the trigger, they should wait, just like they did with Daniel Bryan last year. I mean, it was a nice, slow build. They need to do that, and they need to save that, because if they push the gun too soon, because honestly, at this point, I fear they could do to Roman Reigns what they did with Ryback. Because, I mean, hell, I wish, honestly, I wish they never turned Ryback heel, because if he was in the position he was, like a couple of years ago when he was having that big push before the Shield debuted. If he he could have been a top guy. He could have still been a top guy and they would have had a top guy. But he sort of, you know, he lost his push. I mean, he lost to Mark Henry at WrestleMania. That was like the worst decision ever. He lost to Mark Henry. And then the next night he turned heel and that that really messed I mean I mean he has a nice thing going with Curtis Curtis Axel, but honestly I kinda wish they would have kept Ryback at a higher level. I mean I mean I wouldn't have mind if he did challenge John Cena, but he they shouldn't have turned him heel. That was horrible. I mean because that's one guy they that's one another guy they could have had and that you know, maybe he had a Ryback Brock Lesnar match, maybe. Uh, a, a face Ryback. Ryback from a couple of years ago. That Ryback versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, Ryback versus Brock Lesnar, now nah, that's nothing. I, I mean, it, it would take a while, honestly, if they ever decided to push Ryback again. I just don't know if they could do it. 
It's like Ryback. I mean, they had a good thing with Ryback, but then they killed it at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. I don't remember what number WrestleMania was. I think it was 29, 28, 29. I don't really remember exactly. I don't even remember exactly what year. 29? I don't really remember exactly, but... Yeah, a couple of years ago, Ryback, you know, he was... I mean, he was undefeated for a while. I mean, that was when he was beating up, like, two or three guys at a time. So, one thing that they should have never done, that would have been one other, because they don't really, I mean, when it comes to, I mean, really, the only other thing I could see is them turning Randy Orton face, but I just don't see them doing that. They could always turn Kane face. I mean, there's rumors that he could be bringing back his Jacob Goodnight character to WWE TV. I mean, that would be interesting, you know? Have give Kane like a completely new gimmick, make him think that he's Jacob Goodnight. Have him come out in Jacob Goodnight's attire with his new mask and everything. Have him turn on the authority, and then have him challenge Brock Lesnar, and then have Kane as Jacob Goodnight have the title for a few months, and then Brock Lesnar can win it back. I mean, that's that's one thing I could see they could easily do, but who knows what they have planned? I mean, and Chris Jericho, he's not staying long. He's not. He's leaving after, so there's no way he's going to win the title at all. So, they really don't have it. I mean, I gotta say, it, it's sad to say, but at this moment in time, WWE doesn't really have that many top guys like they used to. I mean, CM Punk's gone. Brian's injured. A couple guys that they did have got de-pushed, and Alberto Del Rio got released. I mean, there's a couple of guys, if if they had pushed them more, they could have been in that main, like Dolph Ziggler. Oh, man, I could only imagine a match between Dolph Ziggler and Brock Lesnar. That would be, honestly, I think that would have been a good match. But there's a few people that they just, I mean, they just, for some reason, don't like to push them. It's like, Kofi kicked into another one. I mean... What are they doing with Kofi? I mean, it, a couple weeks ago, it seemed like they were finally doing something interesting with him, and then they finally, and they, like, just decided not to go with it. With the whole stable, the whole Nation of Domination 2.0, with Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E. It's like, what the hell? Come on, man, come on. Oh, they should have never done That would have been awesome, I mean. It's kind of a shame. I mean, as much as I like the WWE, this really is a sad time. Especially with the whole network going. I mean, honestly, this was like the worst year for them to... You know, the best year for them to... If They should have had the network 2002. If the Summer of Punk, if they had the network during then, I think they could have gotten more people. Because I know there are people that, only, that would only buy the network if the product is good. I know there are a few people, there are a lot of people that don't like the product at the moment. But... I just can't wait until um, guys from NXT get called up. And then maybe, you know, once they get the guys from NXT up and the guys they have on the roster currently push them up. It's like, you know, there's... Pl I mean, right now, if you, if you really look at the whole thing, there's plenty of room in the main event scene for guys. I mean, right now, there's only like a handful of main event potential guys. It's like you got... Brock Lesnar, who's a part-timer. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Honestly, I kind of like it. 
that he's a part-timer because it kind of makes it feel like he's like you know he's continuing his UFC gimmick because in UFC you only fight once every few months so he actually has like a real UFC like a gimmick so it kind of makes it interesting he fights every few months so I mean it'd be interesting to see how if he were to win the title so you got Brock Lesnar you got Cena Orton Kane maybe Kane I mean who else Roman Reigns eventually that's like that's all I can really think of I mean of course you got guys like Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins well Seth Rollins I guess I'd put in there because just because he has the money in the bank so I mean I just don't see him winning the title anytime soon I mean I honestly don't think Seth Rollins will win if he does cash in and win the title it probably won't be until like next summer right before money in the bank I mean, because he has a year to cash it in, so don't think it'll be for all. Maybe even after WrestleMania. I mean, hell, Dolph Ziggler held it for the longest time. Edge, the first time he won it, he held it for the longest time. So we'll see about that. But other than those guys, I just don't see anyone else in the main event scene. I mean, there's a couple of guys that if they pushed more, I could see them in the main event scene. Like Dolph Ziggler, he's, he's someone who could be. I mean, even The Miz, I mean... He was, he was, I kind of feel bad, I mean, I know a lot of people don't really like The Miz, but he was put, I think he was just pushed a little too soon, because he won Money in the Bank, and then he went on the WrestleMania 27, I just kind of feel bad for The Miz, because he was in the main event of what, personally, I think is not the best, probably like, one of the worst WrestleManias, I mean, because first off, the whole John Cena Miz Miz was just the third wheel. That was pretty much WrestleMania 27 and all was just a setup for WrestleMania 28, in my opinion. I mean, really, I th honestly sometimes when I mean after I saw WrestleMania 28, I was like, like convinced that they made WrestleMania 27 horrible on purpose just to set up WrestleMania 28, which. They should never do again, because that's a waste of a WrestleMania. They should never use one WrestleMania to set up another. I know it was kind of interesting when, like, The Rock, the next night after WrestleMania 27, that's John Cena and The Rock. First time in the history of wrestling, first time in the history of WrestleMania where a match was made a year in advance. I mean, it was probably the biggest build to WrestleMania ever, the build that started a year in advance. I mean, something you'll probably never see again, honestly. I just don't think they'll ever do anything like that again. I mean, and of course they had it. They called it once in a lifetime. Then of course the next year they had it, but they had it for the title, which you know John Cena got a win back, so they both have a win at WrestleMania. So, so yeah. So what else can I say? I mean, it's kind of sad because both the divas. I mean, and then like Sheamus isn't even really and the. I mean, at this point, I really think they should just unify both. Because they don't... I mean, this is like... I, I kind of... At this point, I wish they would move it to back to a two-hour... I mean, when they first... Because Raw is three hours, but it's like horrible because the roster really is lacking. I mean, I can only imagine what a three-hour Raw would be like during the Attitude Era, though. I mean, they had a lot of... I mean, you know, even like during 2002... It's like, before, I mean, you know, not before the, well, actually, 2008 wasn't that bad. I mean, and a lot of people say, a lot of people are blaming it on the PG era. No, 
honestly, if they had like the if like if my honest opinion, if Paul Heyman were to run the creative side of things, if he was in charge and he had and like no one could like veto him and like you know shoot down ideas, if he was in total control of creative, I think Raw would be a better show. I mean, I don't know if he, if he was offered that. I don't know if he'd ever take it. But honestly, I could see Paul Heyman like totally changing WWE for the good. But that's not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, because, yeah, it's, it's the creative. It's not, you know, it's not the PG era. I mean, because really, if you go back... Like, in 98, the first hour of Raw was PG. I mean, it wasn't until, like, 99 or 2000 where the whole show was TV-14. Because I remember when I was 8, and I remember going back and watching old VHS tapes of Raw that I would record. The first hour was always TV-PG. I remember 98. Some of the best parts of the Attitude Era, it was during the first hour when it was PG. So it's not the PG era that's messing it up. No, I mean, hell, it was PG in the 80s. I mean, I know that was, I mean, that was back when, you know, I mean, I guess we could compare this error to going back to the 80s, even though, yeah, I guess, I mean, because that was before ratings, that was before they had TV ratings, but, you know, back in the 80s, it was more of a family show, it was a family show, especially, like, in the early 90s, it was, you know, it was like a cartoon, pretty much, I mean, but then, of course, starting with, I think it was, like, 96, 97 is when it started getting a little bit, even though it was still PG, it didn't go total 14 until, like, 99, 2000, so... Some of the best parts of the Attitude Era, 98, for example. Honestly, that was, half of the show was TV PG, so it's not the Attitude Era's fault. I mean, it's not the writer, it's not the, the rating. The rating has nothing to do with it. They could have compelling television without it being, you know, I mean, I mean, I know it is, I mean, honest, another thing, honestly, if they were to go back to having four pay-per-views a year, Four pay-per-views. I mean, go back to the 80s. They only had, like, hell. First few WrestleManias, they only had... That was, like, the only pay-per-view. It's like... Really. And I just think if they had less pay-per-views, it would be more com more compelling television if they had less pay-per-views. It's like, now they have, like... They have 13 a year. I mean, at one point, I think they had 14, but I think they finally did drop one. Because, like... Because it just seems like every paper becomes faster and faster. It's like, they should have at least maybe like, say, because I'm trying to think, at least have like six pay-per-views a year. Cut it down. Have like two months of build. Have two months of build. There you go. I mean, get rid of some of these stupid gimmick pay-per-views. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind if they were to have like, say, a special that was exclusively on the network, but... I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't know, I don't know, I just think to have two pay-per-views a month, 
have one it's like January have one in January have one in March get rid of a get rid of elimination chamber have have Royal Rumble and then wait and then don't have another pay-per-view until WrestleMania and after WrestleMania don't have another pay-per-view until the end of May and then after that you know what have Royal Rumble Royal Rumble in January like always have WrestleMania in the end of the end of WrestleMania have WrestleMania at the end of March early April cuz I know some some years they have it at the very end of March some years they have it in April and then after WrestleMania don't have another pay-per-view until June have Money in the Bank in June and then have SummerSlam in August SummerSlam and then have Survivor Series have all the had those that there that's like five pay-per-views I think so five pay-per-views a year I mean, you know, they could still have title matches on Raw. I mean, and then that would just make the TV show more interesting because then, because then, like, you wouldn't have to, I mean, I mean, yeah, like, and then, like, the months where they don't have a pay-per-view have a title match on Raw, you know? I think, and then in turn, that could maybe help the ratings, too, you know? It's like, say if they had more title matches on TV, I mean, have a, have, so you got Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Have those five pay-per-views a year. And then then it would be longer builds to pay-per-views. You know. And then they can always have, like, you know, miniature feuds in between, too, to set it up. I mean, that would be the dream right there. Five pay-per-views a year. Longer builds to pay-per-views. Because, honestly, I think WWE would be... It would be more interesting if they were to have longer builds to a pay-per-view. It's like Royal Rumble in January. WrestleMania, March slash April. Money in the Bank in June. SummerSlam in August. Survivor Series in November. I mean, maybe they can throw in a sixth pay-per-view somewhere between September and October, like, somewhere in there, but, you know, other than that, because I know that would be a two-month build, that might be a little too long, but, because I'm trying to think. Yeah, because honestly, I kind of wish they would have a longer build toward WrestleMania. Kind of, at least get rid of that friggin', I mean, and then, like, you know, some of these gimmick pay-per-views, they can still use the matches. Like, you just take those gimmick matches and, like, put them on, like, other pay-per-views. Like, you know, because I know they have, like, you know, they have Extreme Rules. They can have some of those gimmick matches on other pay-per-views, you know. Elimination Chamber, they can say have a SummerSlam again, or hell, maybe one year have a Elimination Chamber match at WrestleMania, where the winner gets to face the champion at Money in the Bank, you know? Setting up a two-month feud with only one pay-per-view, you know? I mean, it might be a challenge, but it could be interesting. Or they could, you know, have random title matches on Raw. 
I mean, when's the last time they had a WWE title match on Raw? I don't remember. It's just, yeah. How long? Holy shit! We're gonna start a long recording. I've been going on and on and on about wrestling. So, I guess I'm gonna go to bed now. I was gonna talk about. Oh yeah, I got one more thing to talk about. Wow, I was. I wasn't even gonna talk about wrestling that long. I was just gonna randomly mention the wrestling on, and then Monday, of course, Raw, the night after. And then, oh yeah, Saturday. Hell, you forgot about Saturday. Got the Rossi reveal versus 2K15. And if anyone hasn't tried WWE Supercard, I recommend it. It's actually pretty good. I played it for like five hours tonight, nonstop. So, then Monday night at 5 p.m. Eastern, the stream of... And I know this is going to be a weird change of topics, but if you didn't already know, I am a fan of the Taylor Swift, and there is going to be a live stream. Going to be a live stream announcement, maybe announcements in plural. So, the new error. So, this is probably, if anyone's actually listening to this, this is probably the weirdest podcast you've ever heard. I went from talking about my FedEx problem to WWE SummerSlam. Now, I'm going to talk about Taylor Swift, which is kind of an interesting turn. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I don't know why, but I always thought it would be interesting if. One day she became a WWE diva. I don't know why. I just think it'd be kind of interesting. Because every year I always create her in my games. And it's like, you know, I think she could take some of the divas maybe. She can take that title maybe. Hell, maybe she could spice up the whole divas division. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, hold up. I'm going to pause. i got to take a break because i got to get my number. I have a new D9 cheese line if you want to call and leave your message to the podcast. And I'll put you on. That's if any one of you actually listen to this. So, hold on. Okay, I'm back. I found my number, so if you want to call up with your opinions, your complaints, your grievances, you want to tell me to fuck off, you go ahead and do that. Just, here's the number. 207-956-0677. That is the number... To the number that is the number to the pod. That's the podcast number. If you want to call into the podcast, leave your little message. I'll post it. I'll put it in the podcast. So far, I haven't. This is my first time doing it. I just had this idea. It's like, wait, maybe if I made this interactive, then maybe more people would. You know, I'm trying to get something going. Maybe someone will listen to me. You know, if you want to talk about Taylor, it's you know, if you want, if you want, ask me a question. If you have some, you know, if you have a topic, maybe you want my opinion on something, I'll give you my opinion. Maybe you want my opinion on dirt. Maybe you want my opinion on the universe. I will give you my opinion. Call me at my number. I'll talk about anything. Anything. This is a podcast. This isn't a YouTube video. This isn't, you know, this isn't, this is something. I'll talk about anything. Call me up. 207. Nine five six zero six seven seven. That's the D nine cheese line number. The destination for this podcast. So, I guess that's it for now. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna post this podcast. I'm I'm gonna you know advertise the number more. You know, get it out there. Two zero seven six five. I guess I gotta even memorize it. It's like you know, it's my Google number. You know, it's the Google number. So, you know, it is a Google number because, you know, it's free. So, you know, if anyone wants to leave me a message, I'll take it. I'll download the audio. 
I think I can download audio. Can I download it? Can I download audios? Okay, I can. Okay. 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 Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll download a couple of test recordings that I did, you know? You know, that's what I'll do. I'll download a couple of the test recordings. I'll put them in. And so here, here are the test recordings. Testing. This is a test. Yo, 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 yo. Beep. 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 And those were the test recordings. Wow. So that means I have to do a little editing with Odyssey. Audacity. Odyssey. If any of you out there are, li are listening to this, how do you pronounce that program? Odyssey. 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 Okay. Well, I'm going to go now. It's, it's been about 30 minutes. I think it's enough. It's like, I'm not going to go an hour yet. You know, I have to wait till I have topics to talk about. You know, I just had a couple things I want to talk about tonight. The, the Taylor Swifts, the, uh, the, the, the WWE SummerSlam, and the FedEx mess-up. I don't know if it's a mess-up. I don't know. But, you know, but I'm not going to go back to that. So, so this is D9Chi signing out. So, good fight. Good night and good readings. And don't forget to call me. Leave your, leave, you know, you don't have to leave your name. I don't even have to know who you are. You know? If you want to leave your name, go ahead, you know, say whatever you want, you know, it's an uncensored podcast, you know, it's the internet for fuck's sake, you know, say whatever the fuck you want, say whatever you want, talk about politics, talk about anything you want, it's 207-956-0677, that is the number to the D9 Cheese Line. Your first stop to get on the D9 Cheese podcast or audio thingies. The audio thingies, if you want to be on the audio thingy, you, here's your chance to be on an audio thingy. So call me up and leave a message and I'll put you on the podcast. You know, if if I get enough, then maybe, you know, we can have some back and forth, you know. Maybe we can have some back and forth, have some conversation, have some back and forth conversation on the podcast. You know, say something, I'll say it back. You want to call me up again after listening to it, you know, reply to what I said to your message, you know, you know, we could do that, so, so, I always have pretty bad time trying to end a podcast, as you can tell, hopefully the podcast gets better with time and the dignity of myself, wait, I do not have any, do I, America? I don't know why I said America, I just did. Because we live in, I live in America. You know, maybe you live in Canada. Canada's old. Canada's good. Mexico is good. Sweden is good. Ireland is good. Scotland is good. United Kingdom, England, France, Germany. All the countries in the world. I'm not gonna mention some other ones that are iffy, but you know who. You won't even be listening to this if you're in one of those other iffy countries, I don't think. Well, I'm going to go before I say anything that I'm going to regret later on. This has been D9C's record room in number 9, whatever you want to call me. Call me, beat me, if you, that's a Kim Possible song. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Good fight, good night, and the good readings to all love you.